is, That's a first. This isn't even amateur podcasting. This is like I found a bunch of gear in my uncle's puzzle basement. <laughs> I'm going to set it up. Take off your shirt and you'll cry. Uh, oh, good touchies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not this again. Please this again. Please this again. You are listening to the Do It Indie Radio Hour podcast. That is without a doubt the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Oh boy. Hey, this is MP Cavalier again. And this is Tolan. <laughs> And this is the Do It Indie Radio Hour thing. Better. <laughs> you got your shiny forehead. Yeah, just like the tip of your what? forehead. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> It just doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't. It doesn't matter anymore. There's a big fancy FM station in town now. No. They're taking over. <laughs> Nobody cares. Taking over. They're taking over. Are we pirate then? We, we are now pirate. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a pirate cast. We. I, I promise we won't talk liner. like that all night. Just for the next twenty minutes. <laughs> this is the Do It Indie Radio Hour podcast. I am MP Cavalier. And this is Scott not on FM Tolan. <laughs> ever. Not ever on FM Tolan. And um, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, uh, we do this every week. We've done it over 150 times, and we just don't care anymore. Let me ask you a question. We'll be handing fucks out after the show. <laughs> right. Because this is the only local music podcast that will actually claim fucks given literally come and get them come and get them we got bowls full of the shit okay so let me ask you a question i invented a new word today i think i didn't find it anywhere out on the um interwebs interwebs. i invented a new word today uh it's uh twitterbation it's it's the use of social media for one's own self-gratification twitterbation now originally i went with master twitting (laughs) But that almost sounded like a compliment. Like, oh, he's a master tweeter. But yeah. so we got rid of that. We shit can that one. And then I went, I, I flipped it and went with Twitterbation. Uh, Twitterbation. The so use of social media for one's own self gratification. Every, like everybody Twitterbates every day then. I mean, uh, see, yeah. but here's now I knew that you were going to say that and I had a response ready and I forgot what it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, my response would be. Some people use social media to, to, to impart useful or valuable or invaluable or not or completely valueless information, not for their own self-gratification. Hey, my friend's band has a gig on Friday. Hey, um, did you hear about this cool thing? But I think deep down inside you're really posting that so so-and-so can say, oh, I read on, so, you know, on Chad's page that this band's playing. So that's mm. self-gratifying to Chad that so-and-so heard that from his page. But if I post that may, about... It may, may not be the original If intent, I post but. that about him, is that for my self-gratification or is it for his? Hmm. Both? So yes. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, actually, I'm actually Twitter-baiting him for his what self-gratification. You in, what you do in your private life is... <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I live my life 140 characters at a time. Chadler, That's everybody. just what I do. So, Twitterbation, Master Twitter. <laughs> What's a tweet then? Is it a, is it yeah. a twerk? What is it at that point? It's, it's tw- however it's you a, identify too. It's, it's right. a twerk. Yeah. It's, it's a, a twerk. Yeah, twer- twer- I'm a I'm 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 a tweet I'm a tweet ne- neutral kind of guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tweet neutral tweeter. Neutral. You're tweet neutral, are you? Right, I am. <laughs> I am tweet neutral. It's like I'll repost, relike, retweet anything. Like I don't stand on any soapbox. <laughs> now, is everybody here? I know Cannon's on Twitter, but how much? How much do you guys use Twitter? I actually use a lot. I it's weird. I have um, Ben Cannon, everybody. I actually have a much more uh, consistent presence on Twitter with when it comes to shares, likes, interaction than I do anything else. Right, it, but on Twitter, he's not he's not Ben Ken. On Twitter, yeah. he's Shakira. Did you know that? Shakira, <laughs> yeah. mistress of the deep. Yeah, <laughs> mistress of her own deep. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't. I, I I am on Twitter. I've got a following, but most of what I put on there is just retweeting and do you notice how he throws out that he has a following there like at what point were we just you know <laughs> at what point were we tossing out follower accounts because i mean if you want to if you want to go bub let's talk you know let's see you, how many followers do you have on twitter uh, i think like two thousand. are you big you're big on oh, the twitter oh wow, wow big yeah. dick player over yeah, there. there could be a lot of dead accounts too though because i have over 800 and I, I think a good half of why those would you, interact. Why would you shit on them like that? Yeah, no kidding. Have you met Tolan? I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Obviously, I've well, I mean, already why? been shitted on. So, <laughs> yeah. so you're saying you have 800 followers on Twitter, but 740 of them are Darren Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's what I said dead accounts. You said brain, all, brain, dead accounts. Said brain dead accounts. Brain dead accounts, yeah. If somebody tweets me, though, it, it literally, it, I maybe check it like once a week. Yeah. And I'll, I don't. I don't need. I am at the point. I am at the point in Twitter where I forgot my username and password. I, I follow you though. You do. <laughs> I, do I tag you on stuff oh, all the time. I, am I funny? <laughs> no. For my page, I haven't. <laughs> You're an asshole. You're a waste of characters. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't set up to automatically tweet anything that you post on Do It Indies yeah, pages. True. Yeah. So. That's annoying. Is that true? Yeah, all my stuff on Twitter is automated. And the follow thing, too, right? Yeah. You You can do that now? It's amazing what they can do these days. Next, they'll be homogenizing milk. All right, let me ask you a question. (laughs) That's the $10 word of the day. Milk? (laughs) The other one. (laughs) The other one, right. Um, The reason I got to that is because I was wondering at what point we became desensitized to horrific violence, but not desensitized to tweets so something horrible happens in the world mm-hmm. right. and now we as humans have gotten to the point in our evolution where it's our reaction is oh that's terrible what just happened did you see what just happened that's that's awful mm-hmm. and then somebody quotey fingers important close quotey fingers tweets about it a half hour later and the whole planet loses its fucking mind on social media yep. so at what point when did that happen? When did we flip the script on humanity that something terrible happens and we're okay with it, but something says something insensitive on Twitter about it and everybody is like, that is the most horrible thing I've ever heard or seen in my life. That's why I, that's why I don't mess with Twitter. Like I, or is, even, I mean, it happens on Facebook, but Twitter. It happens on all social Yeah, media. but Twitter, though, is, is, I think, 20 times more. It's more, more instantaneous. Than, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. It's more, and, and there's, I, I there's Facebook's more people hiding, and it's hiding more, behind the and it's more I, visible. Tweet. I don't disagree, but I think Facebook gets in cr- those threads and some of the things people say. But you in never there. hear you never hear Facebook threads getting any play in the media. It's Twitter that gets the play in the media. Sure, uh, mostly. Yeah. I'm going to chime yeah. in here. I'm going to say that I think it's because Twitter. It's a quick response. It's fast and easy, and I think it's marketably bigger for a media standpoint because then they only know. I don't mean to be the 140 character king here, but they only have 140 characters to use. So if I'm going to post something on a media page, I'm not going to be like, "Here, let's check out like Becky's horrible rant about this winery she went to this weekend." That's true. You know, and it's like pages and pictures, and people are tagged and. She's got a is Becky's feeling upset and nauseous from like whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's this long horrible thing. But Twitter's just like the world sucks and everyone knows it. Period. Isn't that the name of your forthcoming album? (laughs) Uh, Two things. One, I told you in secret. Becky's feeling upset and nauseous. Yes, I'm tweeting this right now. Yes, Becky's feeling upset and nauseous. And, and two, we were in, we were in confidence when I told you that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm, I'm not sorry. upset. You can always change the name of the record. It's it's cool. I'm actually going to start going by MP Cavalier soon. Just oh no, that's horrible. Only because I want the oh, discount wait. on vape pens. <laughs> <laughs> they they stopped giving me a discount. What? Yeah, they stopped. Oh, that's horrible. I abused I abused it. I abused Even it. at your favorite place, vapes, vapes, vapes. No, I don't go there anymore. I go to vapes. It's vapes, vapes, vapes. I go to I go to vapes and things now. Oh, you go to vapes and things. Yeah, yeah. Not the kitten caboodle of vapes. Oh, no, I don't. No, I don't go to vape and vaboodle anymore. Not I just stopped going there too. There was an incident. Heroes and vapes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> vapes are us in the vape district. God, no, absolutely. On third. Yeah. <laughs> just just past Virginia. Right, it's right next to the hammock district. Right. Wow. Right. Oh. And those little inner tube things that you fill up with air and then you can sit on at concerts at every I have one of those. Do you really? I, you I haven't used it. Did one of your 2,000 followers give I call, it to you? I call it the Full blow circle. up vagina. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> this is the first time in my life that a conversation has given me a backache. Like, literally, you guys are making my back hurt. I need you to do me a favor. I should have brought my blow up thing for you to lay on. That's what she said. <laughs> I need you to do me a favor, Ben Cannon. I need you to take that out of the bag because every time you take a drink off of that thing, all of America has to hear your alcoholism. Oh, I know. <laughs> what is there? Like, it's an interactive are you a hobo? Take it out yeah. of the. Thank calm you. down. Calm, there we go. Calm. That's oh, much more sophisticated now. It's <laughs> yeah. much better. Thanks. I'll put it back in the bag. Okay. <laughs> no, get in the, can you get a noisier bag? <laughs> that would be great. I did it the first time because I wanted to see you. <laughs> Honestly, these microphones, these are the cheapest crap Chinese microphones. They're made in China. Mm-hmm. They're horrible, but they can hear a train from a mile away. <laughs> that paper bag. Have you ever wanted to see Darren Head have an embolism? Darren Snyder have an embolism? I actually. It's phenomenal. It's on when my a bucket list. shows up to Studio B and they start eating. <laughs> while he's talking like he like he has to stop mid sentence he's like will you just stop eating yeah. <laughs> just get out he's like I'll edit this out but please please stop eating <laughs> yeah. oh, he doesn't have like an algorithm for that in his <laughs> he does it's, it's in one of his cargo shorts mannequins can't eat so I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's working on it <laughs> he's no but Yars Revenge gets hungry so Dude, why the hell are you guys here Yars Revenge. I know that's a great segue because I was trying to figure out how. Hey, you're wearing your those dirty horse T-shirt. Good I, this for is you. One of my favorite shirts. I can never wear it around the house because one of the kids is going to ask me, "What does that mean?" Yeah, and, and I'm going to have to yeah. explain it, and I don't feel like it. Do you wear the fingerprint shirt that I got you? I can't wear. I can't yeah. wear that around the house either because yeah. it's got the F word on it. Oh, that's what I need to talk to you about. Okay, so they're not here. <laughs> 
You're welcome. So my five-year-old daughter now uses the S word okay. liberally in her conversation. She says it all the time. Wow. The, the S word. Okay. Not Scott. Right. Okay. That's why I texted you about this recently. I said, is there like a rule book around the most effective oh, way yeah, to yeah, use yeah. curse words? Yeah. Because she's been saying it a lot. So my wife and I talked about it. We're actually okay with it. Right. If she, as long as she doesn't say it in public, which we know is, is happening soon. Right. But I, of course, claimed absolutely zero responsibility for her using the S word when it's totally 150% my fault. Sure. Because she even says it the way you I say it. it. Yeah. Your door, your van door is open. I'm getting a text. Your van door Mine. is wide open. Mine? Yes. Mine. Yes. I just, I'm getting text messages from all over Fountain Square. Tolan's van door is open. So anyway, she said, okay, so we'll, I'm gonna, there's going to be an edit block right here. Beep. So my wife said, it's totally you because of the way she says it. And I said, well, how does she say it? And Leah goes, she winds up on the shh just like you do. She said, from, we, we, live, we, we live in a fairly large house where you really have to project for someone to hear you on the other side of the house. Right. Right. And I said, and she said, I always know when you're working on something and you're having trouble because this is what I hear. Shit. That's how I say it. And that's exactly how my daughter says it. And then I said, what other way is there to say that word? I mean, you don't just, you got to wind up on the shh sound or else you're not using it right. Right. Nobody just walks around and says, oh shit. Because then they don't care. They're just saying it just to say the word. But if you, you, if you wind up on that shit, yeah. you really mean it, right? Then there's the other word, the big one, right? right. Nobody winds up on the F unless they're injured, right? Sure. You stub your toe in the middle of the night, you step on a Lego in the middle of the night. <laughs> fuck, right? But if something bad happens to you or you're in a car accident or somebody dings your car, right? Fuck. You don't wind up on the F the way you wind up on the S and shit. And we right. had this whole conversation. Maybe a about, GD or something like, you know. Like, exactly. Right. Exactly. And so it's, we had this whole conversation about the most effective way. It, it doesn't matter. Is there, is, there a, is there one better way to say a curse word than there is another way to say a curse word so that it, it's effective? Because everybody, it's, we're, again, we're so desensitized to that language now. Sure. Is there an effective way to use those words where people know, oh, Wow, he really, business, right? he really means it because he wound up on the on the shh sound. Mm. Like when you, I don't think there's an effective way to use it. I think it's that's effective time, you know, timing. Oh, mm. I never even, I never thought so of that. You're talking not necessarily delivery, but the timing in which it's delivered. Sure, sure. So mm. if I'm one not to say it very often, and I say it, you know, yeah, even I if I'm at work or something, and right. I'm like. Yeah, see, I this cur- shit needs to get done, guys. Right. You know? Yeah. See, I do. He, it- he did wind up a little bit on that shit, though. When he's, yeah. Uh, he's- see, I curse all the time, so I guess it. I guess I kind of have to emphasize certain parts of those words, or else people just. It's just. It's meaningless. Sure. That's I guess it depends on the person too. I yeah. Guess. I never yeah. thought about that. I never thought about the timing of it before. I guess because I I do it all the time. I got to I got to like clean up my language. I'm bad about cussing. In front of my kids too, but I, I did drop the f bomb the other day. Do you when, curse in front of the kids? I uh, I try not to, but it comes out when we're like. Is it I'm, coming back? I'm is it rushed. coming back at you yet? Um, one of the Savannah said the s word one time, mm-hmm. and she said has said damn a couple times, but 
she knows that she shouldn't use certain words. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to be able to. I said, get get in the fucking van or something like that. I Uh was just so, like, frazzled trying to get it. Trying to get them well, it's wrangled. A good thing, it's a good thing you're leaving your doors open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go Dragons. Yeah, go Dragons, yeah. yeah. This is the Do It Indie Radio Hour. Too. We're having uh, some pleasant conversation with uh, Chad Lair and some not-so-pleasant conversation with Ben Cannon. <laughs> They're actually here for a reason, which we'll get to. I sent you a production schedule, right? You're on it like two minutes to ten. Okay. Did you get that? That's great. No. That's uh, they are, of course, representatives. <laughs> uh, they are, of course, representatives as in, a, in some way we are all part of Spark Joy. Sure. Aren't we? Did you sign a contract? Uh, yes. I signed a contract. So we're all <laughs> part of Spark Joy, uh, but uh, they are representing Spark Joy tonight. They're just representing the scene. They're just our good friends, and they're here. They're not trying to sell anything. No. They're trying to sell something. <laughs> and we're going to talk <laughs> to them sure. about... Now, is there like a... Th- is it like the Spark Joy summer, or the summer of Spark Joy, or grab your socks, Spark Joy, or... No, that's stupid. No. But you pay me good money to come up with these ideas. <laughs> you do spreadsheets, buddy. You do spreadsheets. <laughs> You're yeah. taking it too far. We leave told the, you market, this. Leave the marketing to the balding professionals. <laughs> no. uh, Spark Joy has, has a, a huge uh, roster of things going on this summer. It, it, it's, it's immense. It can barely fit in this room, which is why none of the events are taking place here. But they're going to tell us all about it. big stuff. Can you talk? Can we talk about everything tonight? Or is yeah. there certain stuff oh, yeah. that's no, still... I've got it already worked out. It's so. already... Okay, you, you have your script? Oh, yeah. Uh, I have two minutes. I Canon Uncensored. You get two minutes. I get two minutes. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? You, you, you take ten, and we'll just edit it down to two. That's what Darren we'll does. We'll just put every seventh word or something. <laughs> you listen to his podcast, like, he just cuts me out of the whole thing. Some, <laughs> no. Me, like the rest of America, doesn't listen to his podcast. Hey. Okay. Uh, how did Boy. they do, uh, speaking of uh, Indian tune, how did they do Saturday they at did the great. big fundraiser? They did great. We were... Uh, we're still waiting on the some of the pay belt donations and the final bar count, um, which they weren't going to do till today. So mm-hmm. we may know by now. But uh, we had um, like 500 just in cash donations. Nice. Um, that doesn't include T-shirts sold out uh, for the Alzheimer's Association and Joy's House. And then, of course, the two other things I just mentioned. So we're still tallying everything. Our goal was 1600 I honestly feel pretty good that we're going to get there. So. Awesome. Dollars? Yeah. Wow. That's, That's awesome. That's great. Good. Yeah, we go straight to the Joy's house and help them get you know like headphones and things like that for music therapy and mm-hmm. everything we set out to do. And so I, honestly, it was it was an amazing day. Um, it was a, a way above and beyond the previous year. We had a really rough year last year. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, because we came to it. <laughs> um, but no, this well, year this it should be no surprise that I didn't get any airtime this year. <laughs> no, this year this year was absolutely amazing. Everybody was wonderful. Thank you, MP, for coming and being there for oh, a yeah, while. Oh yeah, no, no worries. Um, but thanks to everybody, all the artists, and everyone, and Allie's did a great job. They promoted the crap out of it, and mm-hmm. so it was. Yeah. yeah, it looked like everybody's having a good time. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, so, good. Yeah. Uh, it's Dude Indie Radio Hour. Ben and uh, Chad will be here uh, throughout the evening talking to us about things uh, tonight on the program. Big bucket list. We get to cross big one off the bucket list tonight. Elliot Bigger is on the show tonight. Ooh, sweet. Uh, they have a new CD that's just about to come out on Friday. They have a big CD release show over at the Found Square Brewery. We'll talk about that. We'll sit down with them in just a little bit and chat with Elliot Bigger. And then they're, later on, they're gonna they're gonna play some of their uh, gonna play some of their uh, their nursery rhymes for us. <laughs> I love nursery. Rhymes. It's gonna be awesome. In the meantime, we got the five. The five. Yeah, we, it was a real we struggle. Hope, yeah, I hope big we struggle. Had five. Yeah, we had to, it was the two at one point. It today. was the two, and we, we had to pull a couple out of out of moth. It was the deuce. Yeah, the deuce. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, gonna, 
So we dropped the deuce. Yeah. Now we're back to the five. And uh, we'll get you started off tonight with, uh, we'll, we'll go back a little bit. Uh, Hero Jr. put out a new album on April 20th. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they picked that date. I'm sure there's something that, that I don't, I don't get with the kids. Earth Day. Uh, the <laughs> album is called Sometimes You Just Gotta Give It the Business. We'll give you a track <laughs> off of that. And uh, we got a, some new stuff for you. This is the Do It Indie Radio. Our MP, Tolan, Ben, Chad, Elliot, Bigger, The Grove House. It's Who else wants whole, to come? Come on down. It's a situation. Uh, are you ready to rock and roll here? Let's do it. You know, I know you love the rock and roll, so let's let's do the rock and roll.
Joe Trumbull and Hindrance from the Romance Politics. That wasn't us coughing recording. at the end of that either. No, that yeah, was that Joe. Was part that was, of the song. Yeah. That was Joe Trumbull. We wouldn't be, you know, that we would never do that. Over. We would never do that. <coughs> yeah. We would only cough over the bands we don't like. You're right. right. We like Joe Trumbull. Good stuff. But before that, uh, okay, so Fame and Fiction is the, not the side project of, but Fame and Fiction is a six-piece band out of Nashville 
featuring the talents of our good friend Kelsey Von Strunz. Yes. That's like her side, one of her side projects. Yeah. She's in that band. Great. Yeah, she recorded that and did all, did all the production and stuff. Fame and Fiction. Now they're coming to Indy soon, aren't they? Are they, they planning on coming up here? Fame and Fiction, I think, are playing... I want to say that they're playing at the Craig CD release thing, but I, okay. I'm not sure. Okay. They might I be. I thought I saw it. But I know they are playing up here soon. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they have an EP coming out, which is called, uh, I know the bands love when I do this, it's called EP. <laughs> no, the Fame and Fiction EP, it's really good. Uh, keep an eye out for that. And uh, before that, we started your evening musically. Uh, after all the nonsense there with uh, Hero Jr. and Jump Ship, they have a new album out called Sometimes You Just Gotta Give It The Business. The business. Yeah, I'm going to have to figure out what the deal is with this whole April 20th release date thing. Was I big, don't get it. Big, I don't get it either. MP and Tolan on the Do It Indie Radio Hour Yo. podcast, episode 100 million. <laughs> here at the grove house again we're doing some cool stuff this remember we said we're going to come back we're going to do cool stuff yeah, this summer we're, we're not just going to come in and sit at the grove house every week and scratch our balls we're going to do some although really, that would make for great radio we're going it would but yeah. we're going to go to other places and found square and scratch our balls there. <laughs> <laughs> starting next week yeah uh so we won't be here at grove house next week but we will be literally steps away yes yes we'll, in an indisclosed location undisclosed location but we can't say where it is but you'll see us you'll figure it out yeah, yeah you'll we'll, figure it out. we'll be in the neighborhood uh and next week our guests will be michael barato and uh cole woodruff we're gonna play nice it's gonna be nice yeah tonight on the program playing uh live soon shortly later will be uh, elliot bigger they have a new album coming out it's releasing on friday and they're celebrating that release of the big ass release show at uh, fountain square brewing company which is uh, just around the corner and down the road there the a little bit. The hidden gem of fountains. Well, wait, no. It's not, not the not hidden. Anymore. It's yeah, not, not the not hidden anymore. gem anymore. It's it's more like the. Um, it's like the shining beacon of Fountain yeah. Square. It's like everybody <laughs> just ends up there. Yeah. I was there the other night. I saw Delzell play. Awesome. They were awesome. They were amazing. They were always so good. And they had their cousin AJ playing sax, and uh, they did a great set. A lot of new stuff. They did. Uh, they did Peg from Steely Dan. They did a cover oh, of cool. Steely Dan's Peg, which was a, like spot on. I mean, they just nailed it. And Patrick Collins, I think, broke his altitude record. Patrick Collins. The, he was he, so high. He, no, he oh. was his. You know, he he's a big jumper. You know, he likes right. to do the jumps. Yeah. yeah, almost almost hit his head on the ceiling of the uh, the brewery. That was a great show. Let's talk with <laughs> let's talk with Elliot Bigger. The whole band is here. It's like God, the cast of Godspell. Joel is here, and J- uh, Jameson is here. Kara and Aaron. Very nice to have you. Thank you f- for being here. Finally, thank you. So, Elliot Bigger. For those of you who've never heard, we've played your stuff on the show before. And if you haven't heard what they do, it's this really. It's the music is very complex. There's a lot of interlocking guitar parts uh, that kind of divide and come back and conquer and it, it's it, this is not your dad's like pop music it's a little prog it's a little punk there's a lot of stuff going on there how did this band come together and how did you guys arrive at this sound that you've arrived at you could all answer on mass if you like all the mics are on so go ahead i'll step back so i guess i okay so i started i went i went to college to study flute and during that time i stopped playing like, this is Kara. Yes, this, yeah yeah i stopped playing guitar i was like really into just playing the flute mm-hmm. so then um i was playing in a lot of bands before that but i'd never like actually written music i'd had a lot of music like put together in pieces but i'd never like like fronted or like headed a band so um after i graduated college i was like well 
poop. I can't really use this music degree, so <laughs> I pretty much sat in my rented room and put a bunch of songs together, and then I twisted Joel's arm to play with me, and I actually started off on acoustic guitar, and it just evolved. So, yeah, from there, I uh, I was up next, I think, joining, mm-hmm. and uh, I studied percussion at IU, so I was friends with Joel, because we both went to IU together, and I was working at Rhythm Discovery Center, uh, mm. the drum museum downtown, yeah. and uh, they started jamming and asked if I wanted to play, so we started actually rehearsing at Rhythm Discovery Center after hours, <laughs> just in the drum museum, and I had, Perfect. Yeah, yeah, I had like this weird hybrid, I, I hardly ever played drum set, um, I played a little in college, and then after I got out of school, I was like, I have a percussion degree, and I've never played in a rock band. There's something wrong with this picture. So I uh, started out with me just playing cajon and hi-hat in this weird hybrid setup, and then just as the songs started getting louder and more complex, and then we added Jameson, uh, it called for drum set. So uh, we played together for about two years before we ever played a show. Out. It was two years of songwriting and finding what, what our sound was. What That's is the, what are the like the, the the influence influences behind these songs? Like, what did you guys when you came to that when you had to come to that table and say, okay, we're going to play together and start writing songs together? Like, what was it that influenced you to write the songs that you ended up writing? Well, there's uh, there's a lot of influences uh, as you can probably hear in the music uh, when you actually hear it. Um, I know one of Kara's that she uh, turned me on to was a band called Chan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really dug them, uh, and a lot of the s- sort of the guitar riffs uh, uh, that are that they play um, are really inspiring mm. to us. Um, I also really love you know, like Animals Leaders. Yep. We all got to see them when they were in town the other weekend. Um, and then you know I come from like a jazz background, so I've always really dug uh, like Pat Metheny mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of stuff that he does, and uh, even like you know the older guys. Uh, a lot of my playing and, and guitar. This is, is going to be all the guys that influenced me. Watch <laughs> <laughs> the guitar riffs. That the older know. guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the, you know, the Grant Greens and the West Montgomerys yeah. and all the people that influenced Pat Metheny and uh, the uh, yeah, kind of all came together. Uh, Kara could probably add to that. She has a list of bands that. <laughs> hey, check this band. Have you heard of Hella? You know, and mm-hmm. have you heard of all oh, these yeah. groups? Uh, like every week is a new. So, band. <laughs> when I was about 15 years old, my brother got a uh, guitar for his 17, his 17th birthday, and I don't think he ever played it. I think I had it the whole time, <laughs> trying to figure out his <laughs> piece of shit Fender thing. But yeah. oh, it was great. Anyway, uh, so all I ever wanted to sound like was Jimmy Page. That was my biggest influence. Right. And then I really got into like some late 60s, early 70s Prague, so like mm. uh, Can and Mahavishnu <laughs> Orchestra and all that stuff. Uh, King Crimson, a little bit, that sort of thing. So That's awesome. I'm, I'm like just beaming with pride right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> so I think that's the first, maybe the second time we've had someone reference King, King Crimson yeah. on this show. The first time was actually very recently. Um, I can't remember whose bass player it was, but he was playing... Oh, uh, um, yeah, he was playing Elephant yeah, Talk. Yeah. His warm-up was he was sitting there with, with playing el- the opening part of Elephant Jeff, Talk with uh, King Crimson. Something. Yeah, I can't remember what band he was with, though. Oh, he was Tommy's bass player. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was Tommy Norris's bass player. How Brent does one Schlimmer. discover 
those bands? I mean, was I, that uh, influenced to, by somebody to. else? Or? Yeah, so okay. my brother that I mentioned before, they stole his guitar, is just a music aficionado. He knows he's like a historian of, of music. He knows everything. And so all of the bands. I mean, I was listening to Christian rock before. And I remember when he said, yes, please laugh. I mean, seriously, it was not We've good. all been there. <laughs> well, maybe not MP. But Bless you. So, the, thank you. so uh, he, he turned me on to Led Zeppelin. I remember thinking, you're going to hell. I can't believe you're listening to this. And then, wow. This is you I, saying this. Me. Yeah. And then I listened to Led Zeppelin 3 and I never turned back. Yeah. Ever. Well, <laughs> well, welcome to hell. Right. Welcome yeah. to hell. Please. Uh, you know, I've always thought that Zeppelin 3 was the most Christian of the Zeppelin albums. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Um, when you... So when I'm listening to some of these songs, I'm listening, you know, kind of focusing in on, you know, the string, the guitar parts, and of course the bass parts too, and there's a lot of interlocking. There's polyrhythms going on. There's a lot of interlocking parts going on. Is that something that comes to you guys naturally as players? Now, full disclosure, the two guitar players are married to each other. Well, oh, oh no, that's not true. Sarah's <laughs> actually my sister-in-law. Oh, okay, wait. So who's no, married? Oh, I thought you meant the guitar parts were like no. <laughs> no. Okay, so who's married? Nobody. Kara's no. married to my older brother. Nick okay, is yeah. it's my husband. Nick is your husband. So, yeah. Okay. This is my bro. So I got some. So I got. Some, I got some. I got some bad information. <laughs> I got some bad. I thought you meant like musically the guitar. No, 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 no. Parts that's exactly no. what he means. That's, yeah, yeah. No, no, I did. I got some. Played a gig with us though. Yes. So. So right. I will. <laughs> Poor Aaron. She had the trifecta. Jeter and the Tuckers. <laughs> yeah. I did, I did get some bad intel. <laughs> right. So I would say, honestly, like the rhythmic complexity comes from these two, Aaron and Joel, watching okay. them play together is like, is, I mean, because my ear for rhythms is mm -hmm. not really that great. Mm -hmm. I think for me, I, I started on classical. I kind of did the reverse of what most drummers do, is I started on piano and then... Um, you know, in band fittings, you go try out all the instruments and they give you the one you suck the least at. <laughs> and, and they gave me drums because I had the piano background and then I fell in love with it. So went to IU for percussion performance and did uh, primarily classical orchestral stuff, but also did a lot of in Brazilian ensemble, Afro-Cuban music. And then I did drum corps for a summer. I marched Blue Stars. So um, I think I bring some of that classical uh, background into my drum set playing. Um, uh, so yeah, that's. I was listening to you guys released uh, a single from the album. Uh, you released a song called Murals, and I was listening to it in the car, trying to you know, like everybody does. I'm trying to figure out the timing of this. <laughs> the drum part is, and I'm you know literally like people are honking. I'm steering off the out of out of my lane, <laughs> off the road. I'm driving myself into a ditch. I'm, I cannot figure this. You should see how uh, I bring riffs to them. I'm like, okay, guys, we're gonna play this, and then I play like so, I, I have no idea what I'm playing, and they just figure it out. Yeah, right. so the the time signatures and interesting phrasing comes from Kara's writing. She brings the structure of the songs, and a lot of them are very cool, rhythmic-y parts that aren't... Uh, organic. But it's something yeah. that happens by accident. You don't sit down with your guitar and say, I'm going to write something in a 13 I today. I wouldn't <laughs> say it's by accident. A lot of times it's uh, to words, like the words that I'm thinking mm -hmm. probably is what... But so, sometimes it's just like, I like the way this sounds together. Yeah, it doesn't seem to really be a conscious kind of thing. Like, a time, there's there's nobody sitting down and saying, oh, we'll do this time signature here. No, it just kind of comes out that way. Yeah. See, that's really interesting because I think that that's the trap that a lot of quote-unquote progressive, and I'm using progressive in the loosest, most liberal terms. I'm not calling you a prog band. We don't have to step outside. But I think that that's the trap that a lot, a lot of 
progressive bands fall into is that they sit down and consciously say, well, we haven't done, you know, we haven't done anything in 21 in a while. So let's write something, <laughs> you know, like you listen to like bands like Dream Theater and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's totally on purpose, you know, because they just want to fuck everybody, <laughs> everybody up that listens to this, you know. But so but you're, t- you're saying that this kind of happens as a more organic thing. And yeah, then so the like, rest of you have to figure out what she's. Yeah, that's usually how it works <laughs> right, out. Right, right, right. I think so there, you, oh, no, there is a combination of influences where Kara is coming from a more. Uh, it just kind of comes out that way, mm-hmm. but then so the, some of the rest of us have a more um, kind of uh, technically focused background. Like I, I used to be a big Dream Theater fan, for example, so I I might steer it a little more. I in that used direction. to be a big Dream Theater fan too. There's, there's a cutoff, and I think it's there around is. 1999. Exactly. <laughs> so, I think you know so much of what Kara does is super technical. It's it's it's. Yeah. It's what happens when we add things and we hear it in a way that she didn't because you when you write it's like when you write the song it's harder to it's like when you spend so much time on something Mm -hmm. like when you're writing a paper and then it starts to just you get so in it that you need a fresh right you know so sometimes when we hear things differently that's where some of that cool rhythmic stuff comes from. Sure. What's, what's, so what's your background, Jameson? I've got, well, so after I joined the band, I realized that all four of us have music degrees. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of uncommon, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I was more of a technical kind of player before, but then I also have, like, Radiohead's one of my favorite bands. Sure. Nice. So I like that kind of bass playing where the technicality is there, but it's mostly about getting out of the way and letting the mm-hmm. other parts shine, especially when you're in a band with two amazing guitarist and a crazy good drummer yeah you kind of just just have to sit back and be tasteful Mm -hmm. yeah tell us about the album it's the the album that's coming out friday is your first full length it's the first it's the big time right yeah you've done stuff here and there and like we've we've had we've had like a handful of recordings from you guys but this album that's dropping on friday is your first full length album tell us about that experience What, what was it like to put together that first album and it's a full length it's not like four songs and a and a beer. It's the bit. It's yeah. It's the whole deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked you earlier if you were happy with it, and you said you were happy with it. Yeah. Good. It's a. Uh, I think the coolest thing for me, since this is like my first like big kid project, you know, uh, has been all of the people that I've met along the way. I went through a period of time where I wasn't really like going out or like talking to humans <laughs> so, <laughs> so to think of myself even like a year ago versus myself now like and it's all because of this band uh is i might shed some tears on friday <laughs> so yeah. it's, yeah. it's been surreal but working getting to work with adam gross um mm-hmm. and cole colt was amazing uh was super collaborative uh and then i have a, a real dear friend of mine that mastered the the CD for us, so getting to reconnect with him, and he mm-hmm. lives in Japan. His name's Sam Keith. Mm-hmm. That was super cool. And then just getting to work with these guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, my ear has grown exponentially, exponentially yeah. getting to work with them. So the, the next one's going to be so. even better and, we'll and more fun, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. So on Friday, the CD release show, it's at Fountain Square Brewery. Who else is on the bill Friday? Got Bone Setters. Heard uh, of v- them. Yeah, VV Torso, mm-hmm. uh, Smother Party. 
which is an awesome uh, grad rock band, one of Joel's really good friends, Addison's project. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Theon Lee Jones is going to be doing spoken word. Yeah. Oh, nice. oh, cool. That's a great, that's a big, big bill mm -hmm. for that place. Have you, and you guys have played there before? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're familiar with the lay of the land. Mm -hmm. um, physical copies of the CD available at the show or how? Yep. Oh, re, so physical CDs with, yep. oh, that's yeah. awesome. So actually, uh, price of admission, you get a CD. Oh, I love mm -hmm. that. How so much is it to get in? 50 uh, bucks. It's $10, it's, it's $10 pre-sale and $12 at the door. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, so 10 in advance, 12 at the door, and you, you, either way you get yourself a copy of the CD when you walk in. It's a great way to do it. That's that's awesome. Yeah. That's a really, that is a really good way to do it. Mm -hmm. We wish you guys the best of luck. Have a great time on Friday. Don't sweat it. Just <laughs> do, it, do what you do. It's going to be awesome. I mean, the audiences there are always so generous anyway but you guys are going to give them their money's worth for sure and then some congratulations on Thank on you. finishing the album yeah. and getting it out there yes. and uh you guys are going to we're going to play a couple of uh, more songs here and then you guys are going to play a set for us mm -hmm. is that still happening yeah yeah yep. okay. so like us right no, check clear <laughs> Uh, Elliot Bigger, thank you so much. Go see Elliot Bigger Friday night at the Fountain Square Brewery. Uh, it's going to be a great bill. 12 at the door, 10 in advance. You get a copy of their brand new. What is the CD have a name? It's called Murals. And can I? It is called Murals. Can I explain the title? Please. Okay. So it's also my first small art show. So my paintings that I've been doing in tandem with Elliot Bigger and some of the pictures. So there are some illustrations of some lyrics. That will be up. And then also, uh, we mentioned Theon. He has a chat book that's coming out with all of his poems, and I'm, I've illustrated a few for him. Cool. So it's like a, it's like a big mixed media, which is mm -hmm. cool. Well, sounds like, the, so there'll be stuff to look at, too. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And all the stuff that's already up there for the First yeah. Friday yeah. artists, yeah. which yeah. is pretty badass, too. So. Yeah, and the piece that was the, the cover artwork. The, all the artwork for the album was done by Kara as well. Wow. And those pieces are some... I was going to ask the, uh, what you, the paintings or the artwork that you did to go along with Elliot Bigger. Is any of that going to be in, included in it the... It is, okay. and it That's will cool. all be for sale, the originals. And, like in, and we're planning to make prints, too, for people that want prints. But also, uh, if people checked out our music video, that painting that's happening in the background is also the album. Album cover is also my painting. It's me painting it in real time. Awesome. I need like a uh, I need like a like a process map or like a <laughs> matrix to keep track of all this. Yeah. Yeah. Go to the show, hear them play the record, see artwork, see the artwork that yeah. goes with the record, hear get the, the record. Drink, yeah. Drink yes. Fountain Square yeah. beer. Yes. Drink beer. Play, play Punch song. Cannon. Right. Play song. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh wait. Go to show, drink beer, hear band, buy art. Good? Oh, yeah. Got All it covered? Boom! You guys, so play amazing. song, get check. <laughs> Have a great time on Friday Thanks, night. Guys. And uh, we'll hear from Elliot Bigger in just a little bit. This is Do It Indie Radio Hour podcast. How are you? Are you well? I'm doing well. <laughs> I'm doing really it's well. It's frantic in here. Whoa! It's, it's, it's craziness. Um, we're going to play some more music, and then Elliot Bigger is going to blow your mind. Uh... I'm very excited to hear yeah. them play, and I'm really excited to hear this album. Maybe I can uh, sneak out of the house on Friday. I'm not allowed out on Friday. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Uh, we're going to give you some more music, uh, brand new stuff from our friends, the Bombcats. They released Bomb. a new EP nice. today. Nicest guys. In Great. Town. They're yeah. such nice guys. Uh, Night After Night is the name of the brand new, I mean brand new, like they just released it today. Bombcats, Night After Night EP. This is Take It All. And uh, this is Do It Indie Radio Hour. Don't click. You know what? Boop, 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 boop.
music is, is and I don't, and, gypsy? And, I don't think they'd be offended by me saying this, but their music is just really sexy. It is Gypsy Moonshine. It is, you know. I, I think they they get compared a lot to a, a famous band, but I think their music is ten times sexier than that other band. You yeah. know, there's yeah. just a thing. It's just the thing about it. It's the quality of Katie's voice. Something and, about Katie. Yeah, something about Katie. Yeah, that's yeah, gonna be the name it's of true. my fourth book. I got to get started on this book. I, I got to get started on this book. I'm gonna write about the indie music scene. Uh-oh. You know, you heard about it. You're gonna this, leave right? me out of it, right? What? No, I'm, dedi- no, I'm dedicating it to you specifically. I'm writing a book. My book is called. Um, my book is called "The Drunker I Get, the Better You Sound." What's your What's your book my called? My book is called "How I Clapped Myself Into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame: The John Oates Story." <laughs> it's a coffee table book. <laughs> Lots of pictures. Does it Does it turn into a coffee table if you don't have one? <laughs> you know. It does now. It, it does now. Good. Take I'm glad it. you have that idea. Uh, yeah, Gypsy Moonshine, great stuff. They have a, a new album out called Paper Doll. It is really, really, really good. Every home should have one. Before that, brand new stuff from Bombcats dropped today. Night After Night is the new EP from our friends, Bombcats, Russell Webster and the great. boys. They're good dudes. Yeah. We should have them back. Right now, first time on the show, we're so happy to have them here. They have actually played in this room before, so they are familiar with the lay of the land, and their stage setup is very unique. I love that. They're playing yeah. in, a, in like, a, like a little prayer circle. Maybe, maybe seance. it's the whole. Maybe it's, it's a, more, a, se- a seance. That's yes. even better than a yeah. prayer. So it's a seance. So maybe they'll raise the dead. I don't know. But whatever now that, they uh, they sold their soul to Led Zeppelin. I think that they did. <laughs> now they're a big Christian rock band, right? Yes, Led yeah. Zeppelin. All right, uh, let's bring them out. Please they, welcome. They uh, opened up for the Gaithers. They, oh yeah. They opened up. Led Zeppelin opened up for the Gaithers. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I can't imagine <laughs> what that would sound like. Uh, and that jam session back in the hotel room would be an awesome bootleg. Uh, they are going to be at the Found Square. Brewery on Friday evening releasing their new album called Murals. Please welcome our good new friends. We hope this is Elliot Bigger. Kids.
What are we gonna do? Road, Road trip. This is the Do It Indie Radio Loud Podcast. that band just puts out excuse me trends they just put a new single out <laughs> and it's always it's always fun that's uh tiger night on the road trip tiger from night milwaukee wisconsin 
Some fun rock and roll there. Sunnies is the name of their new single, Tiger Night, from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. On the road trip segment of the Do It Indie Radio Hour podcast, a little thing we do every week, take a little uh, song from out of town, not from Indiana, and we uh, stick it out there on the road trip. Road trip. Road trip. Now that's an original idea. Patent pending, bitches. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that right? No. Nope. 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 This is indeed the Do It Indie Radio Hour podcast. Now that was an, an incendiary set. That was that, that was a, that was just on fire. Elliot Bigger. They're gonna. Did you it, make up that word too? This incendiary. Week? Yeah, yeah. Is that your word? No, no. It's a real word. Okay. I didn't make it up. Um, Strategery. Strategery. That's a new one. <laughs> now, does the Fountain Square Brewery have brewing company have fire? They they have insurance for a band that's no, we just that, wing it. You're just gonna wing it. And screw it. Oh, that was volcanic. Yeah. Almost. Of course we have insurance. For that, though? Chad, we marked down insurance for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Notes from Canada. Put it on the to-do Collect list. Collect insurance money and pay <laughs> bill finally. <laughs> just stand outside at Fountain Square Brewery. Listen, if someone knocks on your door at about 6 o'clock this morning, just... <laughs> We pretend you're not home. <laughs> now, does this note negate the earlier note of pick up fire extinguishers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're good now. Quotations. Yeah. Now, ones wait a minute. Aren't out of date. <laughs> what about the note that says buy flamethrowers? What are you going to do? Oh, what, like, oh. what happens? I thought that was metaphorical. <laughs> no, no, he means it. Got he it. means it. Buy flamethrowers. I thought that was his cute way of telling me to throw the heat. You know? <laughs> Why don't you pick up some flamethrowers? Like, I will go out and give it my all today, Ben. Thanks. Hashtag mom, I made it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Do It Indie Radio Hour podcast with MP wow, and Tolan at the Grove House like we are most of the time. And uh, Elliot Bigger, week thank after you. Week, week after, after week. Week after week. Never stops. <laughs> you guys have gotten really dark and angry. <laughs> but next week, don't fear. Next week will be bright and, Cheery. and angry. No, yeah. bright and angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole like the whole dark and angry part. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think that's just the way it is. Now. It's now. Think, yeah. yeah, I think we've always been that way. <laughs> I think it's yeah. pretty much been. Yeah, it's like everybody. Well, they'll take a break and maybe they'll come back in a better mood. Yeah. No, yeah. not really. We just came back more pissed off because there's more stuff to be pissed off about. Definitely. Um, Elliot Bigger, thank you so empire. much for that. That was amazing, guys. Thank you very, very much. Unbelievable. Have them back every week. They'll be the house band. Every week. Every week. Uh, no, you can go see them at the uh, Fountain Square Brewing Company in Fountain Square this week. This Friday night, they'll be there with a whole bunch of other bands dropping an album, uh, having artwork, drinking beer, whole speaking words, second, whole nine yards. It's a second Friday <laughs> extravaganza brought to you by your good friends at Sparkjoy. It's a Sparkjoy summer. We need a, we, Sparkjoy needs a jingle. Can you guys oh, put together? One. A, no, there's one. Maybe is there one of the works? Because when you're on, <laughs> it would be nice if we can. Let's like it brought to you by your good friends. That's spark joy, and they just spark joy kind of summer. Yeah, and thank. Yeah, we go. No, he's got three. He'll download them to you immediately if you ask him for them. So yeah, but they're all of. It's all like him, like breathing heavy and. No, these are different. Sweating. No, no, these. He went way further than he ever should have gone. <laughs> really? Who's he? Snyder. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ben Cannon, is this your first time on the show this year? <laughs> oh, is this your first time on the show 
<laughs> have you? It this is your first is, time on this it? whole year, isn't it? We haven't. You I feel haven't like been you here. Were here. No, I came by. I came by earlier in the winter. What, did we let you talk? No, hmm. usually don't. Um, yeah, I came <laughs> by in the winter. Why break with tradition now? I don't remember why. Though. There's something that we. I, it was a good year this no, year. Jack, right? no, yeah, <laughs> I thought I was only here to do sound effects for you. He came back. He said, "He did your sound effects." Well, you're not doing them, are you? He came by. He came by here every Monday. <laughs> Is this a morning show now? Is this a wow? Oh, Hagen, old oh, time show. Oh, Chad Laird's Now with traffic in Fountain Square, lies, everyone rides a bike or walks. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Sidewalks are heavy, street is normal. You need like a, a wacky morning show nickname though. Do I? Do you have one? Uh, I mean, I went by, there the, was a small the period jet. of time that I DJ'd. For a small, can like, we just call you the Chad? Yeah, well, you know, the hanging, Chad. hanging Chad, the <laughs> dimple. I've gotten that. I've gotten that a few times. I thought it was I caught the Chad this weekend. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. I, I was with this girl. I, I, I right. caught the Chad. I caught the Chad. But for fifty bucks, you go to Walgreens, get the pill, and the Chad goes away. <laughs> it's like the Chad never happened. Well, that's all we have to do now. Exactly. Perfect. Well, here's a way better conversation than when Ben wants me to sing the theme to Bosom Buddies. Yeah. Here's someone who never goes away, Ben Cannon. Now he did come by. Every awesome. Monday, every Monday in March and April, he was here. Every Monday, we weren't here. We weren't here. No, <laughs> like, where oh, the yeah. hell are they? Yeah. Just kind of hung out. <laughs> this show sucks. So Ben and Spark Joy have a tremendous summer planned, and they're here to tell it with all, with all, in all busy, seriousness. Busy summer. It's a busy summer. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a huge summer of music and gaiety. <laughs> and at the forefront of that gaiety, why? Why is, you? is Spark the Joy gayest of them all? The gayest of them all. We don't mean it. Way. We don't mean it. Right. In a, we don't mean it in a bad way. And it's Pride Week. We, you know. We it should is be Friday. yes. Um, tell us all about the festivities going on this summer, you, and you've been planning this pretty much your whole life. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's all it's all just one big uh, smoke and mirrors mm-hmm. type thing that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So it's one thing leading to another thing mm-hmm. at all times. So um, <laughs> no, yeah, no. The summer is looking uh, to shape up to be uh, pretty amazing. So we have um, what you got to experience, Milan Music, last year with me. And there's kind of a, um, there's an essence to what Mile of Music does that it started at a very small thing with spot events created into what eventually became Mile of Music five years ago. Um, and it's something that I wanted to do for a long time. And with the growth of Fountain Square Brewery and what uh, Mr. Gibson's allowed me to do with Sparkjoy there, uh, we're creating Discovery Festivals. So this will be the first summary of Discovery Festivals. We'll have five. Um, they will span all the way into September. And the idea was to not have necessarily just lineups where everyone's like, oh, I know everybody or these are the, you know, my favorite bands. It's bands that you should just get to know, bands, music you should discover. Um, the, the focus was more on coming out and just being a part of an event because it is community driven. It is art and music and food and beer and all that good stuff, games, all that good stuff. So, um, so we're kind of building on that. So the Discovery Festivals start June 17th. Um, the very first one that Sparta will do is called Not a Pint Sized Rock Festival, which will feature these children here that Mr. Scott Tolan is wearing. Um, ah, those dirty horse. Those dirty horse will be there. Uh, Hero Junior, Go-Go Buffalo, Wine and Spirits, St. Aubin, Motor Chief, uh, The Northern Kind. And Couldn't many, get anybody good? <laughs> and many, many more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an amazing lineup. Many, many more is one of my favorite local bands. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, it, it's actually, it's, it's going to be a great day. Two stages, indoor-outdoor food trucks. Uh, we're really looking forward to it. Um, and then we move into July where Musical Family Tree is actually going to host 
the second Discovery Festival, which will be called Hops and Hertz, and it'll be kind of a dancier, uh, got a little more uh, hip hop to it, a little more funk to it as well. Um, you'll have uh, Clint Breeze and the Groove will be there. Nice. Um, I've yet to see them live. Oh. I've, I've heard rumors Mr. Rob Dixon is putting on something quite special for this event, um, and that actually that full lineup will be announced tomorrow. So I'm not going to say any more because we're pretty pumped about announcing that. Uh, July 28th and 29th, we're going to have the Wide Eyed Music Festival finally make its way down to Fountain Square. Uh, this is its fourth year, fourth or fifth year, something like that. Um, and it's a two-day event this year. It'll start on the 28th, and then it'll also be on the 29th. That was well. uh, that was in Broad Ripple last yes, sir, year, yeah. right? At the it had been in Broad Ripple every year prior. Is it? It was at the Bleeding Monkey, or what's the name of that? The place? Dead Monkey. The de- Thank you. <laughs> monkey monkey tail. Tail. Dead monkey <laughs> um, and this year we have Joshua Powell and the Great Train Robbery. We've Mutts out of Chicago. Um, we've got Indiana, uh, who hasn't played a local show in a hot minute. And I'm really excited to have those guys. Um, and Tommy, uh, who's on Spark Joy, is going to be there, and quite a few more. Um, we also got August 19th, which will be uh, Hop Your Face, which will be the fourth of the festivals. We've got. And this has not been announced yet. We have Audacity, Twin Cats, Funky Junk, uh, Cyrus Youngman, the Kingfishers, um, just an all-star lineup there. And then September 23rd will be Square Cat Vinyl's version of the Discovery Festival. And the idea, again, is a, a cheap way to come out and experience and discover new music and art and you know just community culture of what we've been doing here. Everybody, whether it's Hi-Fi, Square Cat, you guys, Radio Radio, White Rabbit, everyone's doing something every weekend. And this is kind of our way of trying to pull some stuff together from all of those avenues and get everybody to come out and just be a part of it just to be a part of it. So, so why... why discovery festivals because i don't want it to be just festival festival typically means you got a headliner that everyone wants to spend money to come see you've got all these side stages discovery was really the point of discovering new music to Uh challenge people to go if you don't know the bands then come out come out and experience this it's become a it's become kind of a uh it's become a little bit of a tightrope of of a word there the f word the f word festival Festival. yeah it's the new f word yeah yeah it's a little tainted um so what should people what should people expect so okay so okay i've been a local music guy for a long time and i've been living at my hipster and i live in fountain square <laughs> and why should i care about this festival when the last 10 festivals have such a bad taste in my mouth um i think on a, a lot of levels we're not just pulling local music we're pulling touring artists we're mm-hmm. pulling artists that you know like mile does so wonderfully and some other festivals that we've been a part of you got guster yeah, man, they're headlining. Yeah. <laughs> they're just going to play that song Amsterdam nine times and then exit the stage. Mm-hmm. If you're lucky, except, they'll play it eight. Except now it's called Hamsterdam. <laughs> uh, fucking Habit Trail. Kia yeah, Soul. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're keeping ours very controlled, though, because it is all just at the brewery. So it's, you know, you have three stages. you got an acoustic stage in the tasting room. You've got the stage back in the brewery. And you have an outdoor stage, which will have a canopy into the trees and lighting. And the idea is to create some atmosphere. And again, not just local music, touring acts, uh, up and coming acts maybe you don't know about. We've got bands um, that don't even have Facebook pages yet, but they're really good bands. <laughs> you know. But the point is, is again, it's not necessarily who's playing. It's more about just coming out and being a part of something on a, on these given days. So, 
Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, those are, that's He's it. out of words. That's yeah, the that's pitch. It. That's, it. that's all I got. What else you got? That's all he wrote on those post-it notes. So we, uh, we are lucky. Uh, we're excited. We, we can doing... only afford the one post-it. Well, that's all it's got. It's in the budget. Uh, we have Independence uh, Day happening again this year, yep. and uh, that'll be um, July 4th. Um, so we're putting it back Tupac on the 4th of coming July. to that one? No, Tupac. not this year. Okay, no, not right. this year. He died. Holo- uh, hologram Tupac. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, we've got 311 this year. Yes, we do. And nice. uh, we're really excited about that. Uh, and we've worked with the new politics before. We did that with um, uh, Panic of the Disco a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. Really nice guys. It'll be nice to have them back. And uh, we've got an amazing outdoor stage on the plaza, family-friendly games. Uh, they've got uh, stuff for the kids. They've got carnival stuff, um, vendors. And then on the um, stage out there, we'll have Viseria, Moxie, uh, coup d'etat 800 pound gorilla Delzel is going to join um, and we also have um, oh man here's my other I have six ah. oh, not anymore you don't no I do <laughs> <laughs> huh they just no. dropped off the bill Viseria <laughs> help me out here Viseria Moxie uh, coup d'etat Mox, uh, Delzel Oh, Tracksy Lifestyle. That was my other one. Yeah. Ooh, good Ooh, thing. You don't want to piss those guys <laughs> yeah. off. They are big dudes. Yeah, well. And they wear suits. <laughs> they, <laughs> they do. They are big dudes. Hey, Beavis. Hey, Beavis. Those <laughs> guys are wearing tracksuits. <laughs> um, we'll be up at uh, Mile of Music again and uh, this year in August 3rd through the 6th, and we're really excited about that. We've got... Um, uh, Moxie will actually be first year at the mile, mm-hmm. along with 800 pound gorilla. Tommy will be there for his first year. Uh, brother, brother will return for their final year for a little while. 800 pound gorilla, you said, is going yeah. to mile. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Ryan Brewer and Katie Peterson are going to return. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got just um, a really great lineup there. That's local. And then we have uh, Ponce out of Nashville and um, the um, Hawkeyes out of Pittsburgh also. No two artists contrast each other more and interest me (laughs) more than their what their mile experience is going to be like than ryan and katie they did it on mile three and they did they were two of the most talked about songwriters and actually kurt even said he was kind of frustrated that he couldn't bring them back last year so (laughs) i would love to be i i wish there was some way that we could just follow them the two of them around for the entire just to see what what happens well that's i'm taking him so he's gonna do that and then i'm gonna do the other okay (laughs) maybe that can be uh, my documentary with katie peterson that i can come closer than 800 (laughs) (laughs) that would be an interesting documentary you could do the whole thing in split screen with ryan on one side and katie on the other i still i won't sorry ryan and the cops on one side and katie (laughs) i'll never forget at mile three when ryan was playing uh there's like a saloon bar between uh mill creek where we hung out Mm -hmm. quite a bit and then uh d2 sports bar on the other side there's this little there's a little horseshoe saloon bar in there and Brewer's playing this set. It's in the evening. It's packed, and these mm-hmm. people are just hammered. And, and Brewer starts playing the song. This guy is walking up there, and he's holding his Bud Light in his hand. He's like, "Yeah," trying to like toast Ryan while he's playing. And Ryan's like playing it cool. And, and then the guy tries to like use it as a slide. And Ryan's like, "Fuck oh, it!" No. So he grabs the beer bottle out of the guy's hand, pounds the yeah, beer, sure does. and then he slides and plays the rest of the song. Drops <laughs> the bottle. And <laughs> I'll never forget. It, it was that's brilliant. awesome. <laughs> so that's why he didn't come back for mile four. Yeah. <laughs> I've never met an individual that I have felt less cooler than than Brewer. Ryan Brewer. Yeah. You don't get out much, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I consider myself to be a pretty cool guy. This guy outcools me. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a cool cat, man. He is. He is a cool cat. 
He's, you know, Kitty's going to scratch sometimes. <laughs> Real. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my voice <laughs> unique. I got you on the next one, right. he's, uh, he's a unique individual. We also have uh, Kami's Cause, which is uh, August 19th and 20th. Uh, 18th, 19th, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. 18th and 19th. And um, actually, the Discovery Festivals, I forgot to mention, uh, we are actually donating a portion of the proceeds to Kami's Cause this nice. year for each festival nice. uh, awesome. to help them and to kind of further their cause. But we will be at Kami's Cause as well. And um, then kind of moving into the September time frame, um, we're excited. Sweatpants Trucker Hat Party will be back this year. And uh, we go. Can you this. tell yeah. tell me once and for all what that is? I don't know. I've never even heard of that. I've heard so, of it, and I don't know what it is. So what, sweat, what is this? The Sweatpants Trucker Hat Party uh, started 15 years ago. And it started as just a campfire with, with us playing guitars and hanging out and that was pretty much it for a weekend. We would just camp out and play music. And then it evolved into people bringing girls. And Did you say girls, girls, girls. Like in their mouth. Like in their mouth. Like old like girls. Like Nelly and your Paul Wall and you're coming out and like got them greens, got them purples, got them reds. And uh, so people were cooking out and it became a thing. And then we started adding some bands. And now it's become this whole thing where it's a two-day event. We're doing the pre-party at the Hi-Fi um, the night before on the 29th of September and then the 30th is the big camp out uh, full day event and it's just a private event with friends um, we now have to sell tickets because it got to a point where it was getting the campground was getting overloaded uh, so now we can only sell up to a certain amount of tickets and um, they typically sell out at, at the pre-sale uh, this year we have Red Wanting Blue um, really old friends of ours that are out of Columbus Ohio really nice guys um, they're playing Tommy's going to play this year from Spark Joy we also have the Trues and uh, Melodyme will be a part of it as well. So it'll be a lot of fun. We'll be at the High Fine the 29th with uh, Red Wanting Blue and Tommy, um, which that show's actually almost sold out. So it's pretty exciting. Wow. So, um, And then the big, big, um, I guess, change of events, uh, the Viseria tour in the UK will be October 8th through the 15th, mm-hmm. not in August. Um, but we had some really great things come our way. We had to make some changes, unfortunately. Weirdly enough, the presidential change actually caused a lot of issues with us getting over there. Yeah. Hang on a second. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Are you coming on this show? Yeah. And yeah. saying that the president of the United States yeah. had a direct negative impact on the Indianapolis music scene? On the Indianapolis music scene? <laughs> Absolutely. Are you happy now? <laughs> hey, I didn't vote for him. Neither did I. <laughs> No, it did. there was a lot with uh, work visas. So you mean he's actually having an impact on people's lives and livelihood and their ability to make money? In um, a million ways. Look and, at the look, look at the national endowments. Um, South it's by Southwest. South by Southwest. I yeah. sent you that article. Um, it was a huge thing, and actually, the next motherfucker that says to me, "Oh, well, it's just words. You know, he's not really doing it. It just doesn't have any yeah. impact on anybody." I got a fucking laundry list of musicians who are not going to be able to come to this country right. and entertain people because this douchebag said, "I don't want them coming." Well, in. And, for those that are listening, like if Fuck. you don't know, because I know I, it was shocking actually to me how many people didn't hear about it, but like South by Southwest lost hundreds of musicians mm-hmm. that could not come over and play in the States uh, from Italian bands to Germany. Yeah. So they're, they're, because, not, they're not all Muslims. And, and some of them honestly were, were detained. They were yep. um, put in jail like, like for a minute and then they were sent back to their homeland. And it was really disheartening um, to hear those stories. And now, Obviously, I heard a lot more of it because I was currently in the process of building something to go overseas. So I was like, what the hell is going on? Um, It's gotten to a point now where it's not better, but like I have 
through a lot of research and a lot of help and a lot of travel agents who have been amazing we've been able to figure this out and so we're good to go and we were still good to go in august but i was getting really scared because of how much um, had changed and how many rules were kind of being bent like you were as an artist via the visa laws allowed to come over as a promotional um, forum to perform in the states via south by southwest and then go home as long as you there was no money that changed hands and they weren't even allowing those documented forms to count as entry into the states so like it was things that were actually listed as law that were literally like no sorry we don't accept that anymore it's like there was no change the law was never you know so that stuff is it's crazy but um is there any kickback uh from the other end in england with the recent terror attacks there that you know of not like i mean not in regards to what we're doing um or just with travel in general yeah i have not yet i mean as some, and i watch this stuff weekly i have yeah. to now at this point sure. um but like it's funny because like when we started this this campaign and this and this build it was exciting and then it got really scary for some reason i saw everybody that wanted to be a part of it literally go Mm -hmm. 17 different directions Mm -hmm. and it was me sitting here going okay well then fine fuck you guys i'm just going to figure out a way to do it because i'm not going to just say that we're going to do this and then we're not going to do it right it's just not my mentality so we just kept working at it and i i called in some favors some friends that were able to kind of walk me through the legal jargon because i don't understand it all interpool Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. Uh, but no, there is a lot Not of, the there's band. there's a lot, because it's interesting because there's work visas via the UK side and there's work, then there's the ones via the US side and they're very different worlds. Sure. Um, they're different requirements and so on and so forth. So um, just kind of working through that stuff and making sure that we're, we're covered on all basis. Yeah. But it'll, it'll make it that much more special though, hopefully. No, I, come August, October 15th when we're flying back, like I'll probably just, you know, sleep. Just yeah <laughs> shut down but i'm excited we leave october 8th and we are actually going to travel we're actually going to drive to new york city we're going to road trip it we're going to do a special show that i can't announce yet and then we're going to fly out uh we'll do the uh sheffield manchester uh we'll play in london uh so far sounds has been amazing and they're actually going to help us out and then we'll come back and um i won't see any of you and probably till after christmas because you'll be sleeping because i'll be sleeping yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well that's good um my big concern about the UK thing, t- Viserys going over, mm-hmm. my big concern is not that they won't be let back because of visa issues. Right. My big concern is that they won't be let back because England will want to keep them. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have Bang Bang Romeo over there, so I think that... Yeah. They like the British Viseria? They are the crunchier, punkier The crunchier, Viseria. punkier yeah, Viseria. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you should check them out if you haven't. Their album, yeah, I, I their check album cover. Did you see the new album cover? No, no. <laughs> you should check it out. Is it Corey Lesk? <laughs> I hope it's not Corey Lusk because if you see the album cover, you're going to hope it's not Corey oh, okay. Lusk. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I have, have to take a look off offline. Um, AKA Puddles. That's a, <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, the, the the UK piece of this, you know, just taking a, a band from Indianapolis. And I mean, it was originally the plan was that there was a couple of bands going. Yeah, over. two bands go over, right. and then we come back with two bands. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like if people are like, "Oh my god, that's hefty." It's like it really wasn't that much when, he, like, if it came down to cost, is what you're thinking about. It was more of um, the visa side of things. Yeah, was the bigger situation because that amount of people it creates red flags when right. there's a, a quality or a quantity over the quality mm-hmm. we're doing. Um, now, in, in fairness, yeah. in fairness to the current administration, that was never an easy process. For, for for a band not from here to come over here. Right. I mean, it's never been easy for even a big 
famous touring band no. to come over to the states and do a show yeah and then to go home is even more difficult yeah yeah i've heard yeah. some horror stories about it's bands it's interesting but we've we found ways that like you know one of the biggest things is um you know when we were looking at doing the overseas and the state side setup was we don't change money they keep whatever the sh money is made at those events stays in the uk that goes to the uk bands and the same and that was one way of actually kind of staying out of it. you had the promotional thing but then when trump took over and you saw the south by southwest thing i was like well fuck that goes out the window too now right. so um so it's unfortunate but if anybody knows me, I'm not going to give up on that dream of eventually doing that. Like that's my ultimate goal is making what indie invasion can be down the road is the opportunity for us to go over there and then to bring bands back and make it the ultimate heartland to heartland, um, undiscovered band experience. And that's, that's kind of my goal and I'll probably end up die trying to do it. But. Right. I think the thing I'm really interested in is, um, Corey Lusk driving through the UK countryside. He's not allowed to drive. Um, Fred, <laughs> Fred Miller will be driving. Fred Miller will be yeah. driving. Right. Now, Fred's going over. Yeah. Uh, most people know Fred Miller as the, um, he's a member of St. Aubin. Yes. And he's going over with you as like a documentarian, as yeah. a video documentarian. Yes. Right? We're creating trailers. Uh, we'll be finishing them here soon. And uh, those will be kind of the prereq going out there. So we'll have the, a nice little video series of why we're doing this and kind of the heart behind the mm -hmm. whole thing. Um, the idea is really to make people understand we sincerely want to do this for the right reasons. This is not, I could care less whether my face is on it or not or someone else's. I just really want this to be something that inspires people to think outside the box and not look at the world and go, well, you know. It says that you know Trump won't allow us to do this or that. I want people to challenge those things and move forward. Um, and so, like from the garages to the big stages to getting overseas, we want to show that transition of what Viserys has done from Bloomington to getting to the UK. And I think that's a story that should be told, and that's a story that should be shared with as many as possible. And Fred's the right person to capture that. Mm -hmm. uh, we're also taking Tim McLaughlin over with us. He'll oh, be wow. doing photography. Um, this, yeah, this, I mean, this is a family affair. Everybody that's helped me from shine to spark joy that everyone's welcome we want this to be about us this isn't just about one person or one thing that's the point of spark joy is it's supposed to be bigger than just myself right and always will be well it sounds awesome you guys are going to have a great time over there yeah that's a, that's a good team you got going over there now does chad get to go no <laughs> i get the job of Staying here, arranging and bail money, sure that Ben returns in one piece. Chad's the guy when you get out when you like get off the plane. He's standing there holding the sign, like mm -hmm. the limo driver that's like looking for the. <laughs> the, yeah. the he's, yeah. he's going to be holding that sign all while you're gone. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, he, he doesn't leave. Back. He yeah. just stays yeah. there. I will also be documenting everything uh, while Ben's gone. I'll be using Trevor St. Alban from St. Alban. <laughs> we'll, uh, Gonna be a, it's, it's gonna, gonna be in my be basement. Uh, That's awesome. <laughs> Please do that. Yeah, absolutely. It's just gonna be me sitting on the couch and then freaking out when you call me at like weird hours. Did you send this email? Oh shit! Like, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. I sent that email for sure. I sent that email for sure. But, yeah. Do you, you know what time it is? English accent. Though, oh, right? yeah, I don't yeah. do accents well. Yeah. Just, just sound. About effects. the only thing just I do is like effects. Cleveland from like the Family Guy. <laughs> Right. Do you have any Ben? Do you have any? I got that email, Governor. Yeah. <laughs> Cheerio. We'll get you sorted out. There you go. Oh, I, do love, I do love that they say that sorted out. Like you could be drunk and need a ride home. You could be like 
destitute and need a place to live and a job and a hot meal. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Or you could just be like this real son of a bitch that they just want to get out of wherever they're at. And they always use the term sorted out, and I love it. It's like, let's get you sorted out. And I say that more than oh, I should to Bill. Let's get you sorted out. Yeah. <laughs> bollocks. Well, congratulations yeah. on all of the Spark Joy accomplishments. You. you guys have already had a tremendous year. Yeah, we have. I mean, really stepping it up. Yeah. And uh, this partnership with Fountain Square Brewing Companies is turning out to be amazing. There's, there's big crowds at all the shows. Yeah. Everybody's having a really, really good time. Lots yeah. of free shows, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah we're trying to, we're trying to like, there, there's no disrespect to the other venues that do what they do as far as getting bands paid. Because <laughs> um, I... I, I they're important and they're needed. I think that if we can offer that opportunity, we, there needs to be venues like that to kind of um, give the enhancement of the experience. And Jeff Gibson and everyone at the brewery has been amazing about supporting it and kind of believing in uh, the goal of doing this and bringing in touring acts and giving them another place to play. And we don't have enough venues. We've talked about this a thousand times on this show and other mm -hmm. shows. Like, mm -hmm. we're lacking good venues. We don't need less. We need more. And if Fountain Square can be one, great. I want to see where the next one is. I want to meet the next people. I, I'm excited for more venues. You know, yeah. We don't have enough. There's too much talent out there, and we need them coming into the city. We need to offer more homes. So, Yeah. Well, cool. Well, thanks so much for yeah. filling us in, for giving us the Thanks for having down. us on. Now, how can people keep track of all of this? Is there, like, <laughs> I mean, this is, this is a, a, a fountain of material, of, of nice information. How can people keep track of what's going on, when it's going on, yeah. who's going to be there? It's a it's lot of watch stuff. Canon Twitter bait. Honestly, it is a it lot. It is the circle well of done. life. I'm going to go eat a gazelle. That I'm working on. We are currently rebuilding a brand new website uh, via my friend Mike Marco, and he's set it up where it'll actually kind of. Um, It'll scan what we put on Facebook and build the events and it'll pull it straight to the website. So the site we have now is up to date as much as we can stay on top of it, but it is a lot. You're not wrong. Um, and there's always things that whether we're presenting a show. Am I ever wrong? No. Okay. Whether we're presenting a show or just sponsoring something, there's a lot that's going on. And I don't really honestly know how to encompass that. I don't want to stop it, but I don't know how to encompass it all. So Facebook's the best. It's Twitter, Instagram. We stay up to date on the social media side of it. Matt Hollicks uh, does a really good job with our social media. Yeah, I'm really excited to have him as an intern this summer. Um, but or the, just listen to this podcast over and over again. Because he said every day. So. But no, actually, I didn't. I wasn't even close. Not even close. But it was we, just like, uh, this is the Do It Indie Radio Hour version. No one's going to hear it. Okay, we're doing a bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Lots of things. You get There's the details times. on 99.1. No, we're, we're working on having a better equipped website that makes everything a little bit easier, too, mm -hmm. and a little more where you can find as much information at one spot as possible. Okay, so you should, you should keep an eye on... On, uh, sparkjoymusic.com yep. and also keep an eye on social media sparkjoy yep. Spark music yep. and you'll have all the information that yep. people need and we'll have because, more updates because this is yeah. you can actually plan your musical local musical summer around all this stuff that you're doing that's the goal. Sure. yeah that's, that's the, the goal. goal right that's the goal. Ben what you do is uh, it, I wouldn't want to do it, it. it's immeasurable <laughs> it's immeasurable what you do and Chad you do a good job you're immeasurable too well <laughs> I want to take I think that I as stumped a him. Yeah, take it as a Thank compliment. You. No. Yeah. What no, what you guys do is is, is huge. Yeah. And hey, thanks it's a lot, lot for, of work. Yep. Yeah, thank you for everything for doing all this oh, work that it. you do. We love it. And uh I hope you keep loving it. You're doing good work. Keep thank it up. You. Appreciate it. We will. Uh 
Put that bag back on the wine. <laughs> Where's it at? <laughs> we got time for just uh, a little bit more music. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Chad. Uh, thank you to Elliot Bigger. Next week, we are not going to be here at Grove House. We'll be uh, just outside We're of Grove House. We're taking another three weeks off. Yeah. <laughs> See you, <Jesus>. fuckers. <laughs> I'm sick of this Easiest shit. Easiest gig ever. Yeah, I know. It's the best. Two weeks on, two months off. I'm like a fireman. All right. <laughs> um, next week we'll be uh, in the vicinity, but not in here. And we'll have two guests next you week. Say where you're going next week? Can't. You, can't, you can't yet. No. Cole Woodruff will be on the show He's next horrible. week. He, he knows better not tell. Be. Him. God, he better not tell. And this guy <laughs> will be on the show also. At I don't think I say this guy's name to people in this town, and they're like owls. Who? 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 Nobody knows who this guy is. <laughs> that was a horrible for, dad except joke. Except for Craig. <laughs> Is the only person who's ever heard of him, but he's awesome. Michael Barato. I know Barato. You know Barato. Okay, ah, so he has he a great album that he put out last year called National. Yeah, Barato's amazing. Animal, <laughs> and there's a Vanderslice connection yeah. there. So Michael's going to be on the show next week. His yeah. first time on. Was that really a dad? It was a bad dad, a dad joke. joke yeah. All right, all right. Well, I'll, I'll take it though. I like it. Dad joke. I like dad jokes. We're in a dad joke era. Yeah, like it's the time to shine. Right I am now. a dad. Yeah. Yep. What? 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 Three times over at that I know of. Kids. Yeah. Can you believe it? Oh. The way they curse, I thought they were grown-ups. No, not yet. They're, get, they're getting there. They're getting there. So Michael Barato will be on the show next week. Cole Woodruff will be on the show next week. And uh, we'll give you a song from uh, Michael Barato's National Animal album uh, to send you out of here. This has been the Do It Indie Radio Hour podcast. Mr. Cannon. Mr. Thank you, Lair, guys. Appreciate it. And the lovely rear admiral Tolan because Konnichiwa. he's the admiral of your rear what <laughs> I'll see you next week uh. alright Michael Barato and Tecumseh on the radio hour bye bye
I will teach you your life lessons. Your father loves you more than you'll know. Your father loves me where Oh uh -huh.